today's video, we're going to really be talking about how we are entering this new year of 2022 and really about I want to bring awareness to really the enemy schemes in this time and in this season. What I believe that he is on what fronts, if you will, he is attacking God's people on and how we should be aware of these fronts so that we can be looking out for them and be ready to fight. Uh, the Bible tells us that we are not just fighting a a battle of flesh and blood, but a battle that is that has principalities and dark rulers behind it, Satan, demons. And there are strategies and plans in the enemy's kingdom. And there are strategies and there are plans in God's kingdom. There is a storm coming. Times are getting worse. Times are getting more difficult as time goes on. That's how it is going to be. But as the enemy tries and to ramp up his attacks on God's people, at the same time, God has a storm coming. God has a remnant that he is raising to worship him in spirit and truth, just like Yeshua did in a way that the would bring terror upon the enemy's camp. So I just want to let you guys know if you're in the chat, I see some of you saying hello. Please say hi. Um, shalom to all of you. I'm going to be having keeping an eye on the chat and I'm going to be this is going to be a session of deliverance. I believe that there are people who are going to be watching this today who God is going to bring freedom in where the enemy has tried to keep them in bond, kept them in bondage. And this is and, and the enemy has been trying to keep God's people from living out the callings that God has placed on their lives. So um, first off, I want to bring up something that the Father's really been putting in my heart. And that is that I believe God's people have been sleeping. They have been in a slumber and it's not that they are not being trying their best to be righteous. It's not that they don't hate what is evil, but they have been sleeping even whilst doing so. You see, and this reminds me of a church in the book of Revelation that Jesus himself, that Yeshua talked about. He talked about this church that he says in uh, Revelation 2, verse 4, uh, verse 2, you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. So these are the he's talking about a people who has the sermon. But yet he says this, I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you. You have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from your from its place unless you repent. Remember from where you have fallen, he says, he says, look back to your past. Look back to when you first came to Christ. Look back to the fiery passion within you. Look back to the love you had for God. Look back to the love you had to see people come and meet him just the way you did. You had a simple, pure love that was not, you did not know a lot. You did not have a lot of knowledge. You, you, you had a lot to learn still, but you had a simple love for God and you just wanted God's pe people to experience him. And God is saying that is where you were and you have actually fallen from there. 
You see, we think, oh, we grow in knowledge. We learn more new things. You know, I, I did a, we've done so many Bible studies since back, way back when we became a believer. So we feel like we've matured. But God says for many of us, it's actually that we have fallen from where we were. We have we have lost ground with the enemy because we have allowed him to pacify us from where we were. We were on fire. Even though we didn't have it all figured out, we were on fire. But then the enemy came and he pacified us into this place where, yeah, we have a lot of knowledge. And, and I love knowledge. Knowledge is powerful. But knowledge puffs up and pride becomes so incompatible with the spirit of God. And so, brothers and sisters, my question to you today is if, if tonight was your night, if tonight was the night that was your last, the night that you would you would pass away in your sleep and God forbid. But that's the reality. Millions of people will be dying tonight around the world. And if you would be that person and you would stand before God, what will the reality of your life opened up before him be? Will you feel regret? Will you feel, man, I blew it. I had the knowledge. And what did I do with it? Or will you feel like, wow, God has come to me. He has approached me. He has shown me his spirit. He's shown me his truth. He's shown me all the gifts that no one, many people didn't see. But and yet, Lord, I did everything I could with it. I ran. I proclaimed it. I showed the world your love because you, Lord, were my first love. You've always been my love and I've never lost sight of you. Have you lost sight of the Lord in the midst of this world? Okay, listen, the enemy is going to hate me for this because I'm about to open up something that I believe is really going to be his tactics in this year for us. And if you were if you're going to listen to what I'm about to say, you're going to experience freedom and a place of relationship and intimacy with the Lord with the Lord that you haven't experienced in a long time. If you feel like I need to get back to what Petey's talking about, listen to me. What the enemy is after is three things in people today. Okay, Num- number one, he wants to steal your time. Number two, he wants to steal your prayer. And number three, he wants to steal your energy. Now, you like PD or over spiritualizing these things. Look, Ephesians six twelve says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This is not just our flesh. Our flesh is an issue, but it's not just your flesh that you are fighting. The enemy is working and he is trying to influence your flesh to get you away from God. Now, I said that he is out to steal your time. What I mean by that is Satan has commissioned demons to come to you and distract you. The enemy has come and he has tried to get you to take your eyes off the Lord. But the way that he could do that is by keep putting your eyes on something else. Distraction is a type of witchcraft. Now, now let me just let me just explain what I'm saying here. Okay, when we think about the book of Acts, we think about uh, some Samaria. Philip comes to Samaria and he's about to proclaim the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ to these people. And what happens? Satan sees Philip is about to do this. 
And, and Philip was about to cast out demons. Philip was about to wreck the enemy's kingdom. And what does Satan do? You, you, have you ever heard about this guy? His name was Simon the Sorcerer. Simon the Sorcerer, it says, let me read this to you. Acts 8 verse 9. There was a man named Simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, saying that he himself was someone great. Now get this. They all paid attention to him from the least of the people to the greatest of the people saying this man is the power of God that is called great. Everyone from the rich to the poor were paying attention to Simon the sorcerer by the magic that he was performing. Why? What was the purpose of this? Satan was trying to distract people away from what Philip was about to do. That was what he tried to do. But when Philip showed up, he showed up in power. He showed up in signs in wonders. He casted out demons. He healed sick people and he stole the spotlight from Simon the sorcerer. But yet, let's not be ignorant of the enemy's schemes to try and distract us. And it may not look like this. It may not be someone who's doing magic. It can be as simple as the magic you watch on TV all day. It can be as simple as the, the fact that we, we tell the world, oh, entertain us, entertain us. And we spend hours upon hours in the world's things, hours scrolling through Facebook or life away, hours on TikTok, hours on Reddit, hours watching movies, hours. And then we get to the end of our day and we don't have minutes for God. We don't have minutes for God anymore. Because all our time went somewhere else and the enemy, the enemy's witchcraft has taken a hold of us. And so, brothers and sisters, you say, I want to be on fire for the Lord. I want to be used by God. Well, it's time to stop allowing the enemy to steal your time from you. You say, OK, let me let me move on to the next point here for a sec. The second part is that he's trying to steal our prayers. No, it's not. It's not that when we pray, the enemy comes and he takes it in that way. It's not what I mean. It's rather that when we are, it's rather that we don't get to that place of prayer. We we tell ourselves, you know, I, I read my Bible today. I, I I I went to my Bible study. I went to my church service on Sunday or or whatever day of the week you do Saturday, and. And we say, oh, I've done that checkbox complete. I've spent my time with the Lord. And there's it's great, right? All of fellowship, Bible study, golden, amazing, praise God. But it should not be at the cost of prayer. It's not that we sh- it's not that our prayer should suffer because sometimes we value growing. We think growth comes in the form of reading more Bible and gaining more knowledge about the word and the secrets and mysteries of God. Praise God. I love his mysteries, but maturity does not just come in knowledge. There are people who are PhDs in the Bible, but yet are atheists who do not have any prayer life. The fact of the matter is, is that maturity, if you look at Yeshua's life, 
He grew in maturity, not just by doing studies of the Torah. He gained maturity by, by being in the Garden of Gethsemane, praying all night long. He was in maturity by going into the wilderness as the Spirit of God led him there to be tempted by the devil. And he spent time there in prayer and fastings. And when the when the disciples couldn't cause out the demon, he didn't tell them to read more Bible to get more maturity so that they can cause out the demon. Come on, come on, listen to me. He didn't tell them to just read more Bible so they can cause out the demon. He told them to fast and pray. To fast and pray as we fast and as we pray, we grow in the spirit more. We grow into maturity. But if all our time is synced into other places and if we forsake our prayer life, we allow the enemy to steal that from us. We will struggle to actually mature. The greatest danger with this is that we think we are mature because of how much we know, but we're actually babies in the faith still. Because our prayer life is almost non-existent. You see, brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, if you were to read a book on how to be the best husband, how to be the best wife, that'd be good, right? That'd be great. I mean, that's a good endeavor. I want to love my wife more. You know, we want to love our husbands more, et cetera, et cetera. But what if you had all that knowledge, yet you never actually spent time with them? It would be like knowing all of the Bible, you not ne- never spending time with God. What is it? Isn't it that your wife or your husband sees your love for them when you make time for them, when you think about them, when you make an offering of time? You see, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you that God is out and he's searching for a new type of offering from us this year. Not just a, not an offering of, say, just finance or an offering of, of, of servitude or offering of, but an offering of our time. Now, you know, many people, they struggle to pray. They're like, you know, I, PD, I, I struggle to pray. It's hard. What do I do? I get there. I don't know what to tell God. What if I told you that sometimes God simply desires of us to get in his presence, right? just to be in his presence. What if it's sometimes just about being there, not to ask him for something? And that's great. You can ask him things. He loves to hear that. But what if sometimes he desires us to just be there, to just be still and know that he is God, to come into his presence, to say, Lord, I am here. I'm not going to ask of you anything tonight. I'm not going to. I'm not here to get something out of this deal. (laughs) I am here because, Lord, I just want to be with you. Just want to spend time with you in your presence. I am offering my time. There are many types of sacrifices, but I want to submit to you that this is the sacrifice that the Lord needs from us in this time. And it's not that he needs it because he is God, but it is that he wants to use us. But he needs us to dwell in his presence for us to be able to be filled and immersed with the spirit of God. If you want more of the Holy Spirit, get in the Father's presence so that you can be immersed in his spirit. Uh, You know, if there's one thing I want to drown in, and that is his spirit, 
I want to be so full of his spirit that nothing that it is more valuable than error itself to me. That is where God desires us to be so that our mouths, our instruments, our hands, our instruments, our feet, everything in us is becomes an instrument of the living God so that we walk by the spirit. And when people see us, they say, what is it about this man or woman that they burn so strongly with the spirit of God and they don't burn out? Oh, come on. Praise God. So, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you. Where is your time? Where is your prayers? Where is it all being placed? Where is it? And if you feel like PD, I'm not I, I, I get what you're saying. I want this, but I just don't feel the hunger. I just don't feel the the, the hunger to to be like that about God, the way you are. How do you how, uh, you know, and I don't consider myself of anything, but I want to tell you this is that if you don't feel hungry for the Lord, the way you get hungry for the Lord is by fasting of the food of this world. Go on a fast, stop eating and of the things of this world, whether it's actual food, whether it's all the movies or all the stuff, whatever of the world it is that you've been so immersed in. You see, you were you've been so you think you've been so satisfied because it's like the Samaritan woman who came to the well every day. Right. Every day coming to that well to get the water. And she thought that's what satisfies her. Yeshua tells her if you you will come here for the rest of your life and you will never get totally satisfied. But if you drink of me, of the living waters, you will become satisfied and a well of living waters yourself. And that was so revelatory for her that she forgot her water jar at that well. She had she forgot it there because she had such a filling of with with Yeshua. And that's what I want to submit to you, brothers and sisters. You need to leave your water jar. You need to leave that thing behind that you've been holding on to. And you need to say, God, I am leaving this stuff thing of the world, even if it's an innocent thing, but it's been stealing time. And God, I'm leaving that and I'm saying, Lord, I want you. I want you. I want you. The last part of, of what the enemy is trying to steal from us is our energy our energy. Now, this is in many forms. The one is he's trying to steal our sleep. Okay, it comes in forms of having nightmares, terrors of the night. Maybe that's you. Maybe it's in the form of worries. You are so filled with worry of this world that you cannot sleep, get comfort. Maybe it's simply your flesh. Maybe it's just that you don't you're not going to bed at the times that you should be going to bed. You don't take your time aside and make a decision that I'm going to go to bed at a good time so that I can be used by God so that I am not idle and and, 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 and lacking energy. So there are many things that this could be. It could even be sickness. There are some of you that have been struck with a sickness that have been stealing your energy from you. And today, tonight, we're going to be talking about some of these things in terms of prayer. I'm going to be praying right now. Listen, if this is you, if I've been speaking about some things so far, that have been really been speed that is that the Holy Spirit in you is like, this is you. 
This is you. This is the bondage that you have in your life. Look, man, this is not about pointing fingers, but when we see we have bondage, we need to give it to the Lord. And so right now, I'm going to pray right now for all of these things for everyone in the chat and everyone listening live today. And if that's you in the chat, if you feel bold, I want you to come to the altar of this live stream. Come to the chat here and write, this is me. This is me. This is the altar that you are running for to tonight, virtually. And you're going to say this to the Lord. This is me, God. And so right now, Father, we speak right now to everyone listening. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your power. I thank you, God, for the freedom and exposing the lies of the enemy. And so, God, right now, Lord, we speak to time, how the enemies try to steal time. God, we say right now we devote new a new season of time to you. We are we desire to make an offering of time. And God, right now, I speak to all the distractions and the witchcrafts of the enemy on on everyone listening to this broadcast right now. And right now we speak to any any demon of distraction, any demon of idleness, every unclean spirit of infirmity right now in the name of Yeshua. At the sound of my voice, I command you to go off of God's people now. I command you to leave in the name of Yeshua right now. I speak right now to any unclean spirit that has brought night terrors upon the people of God. And I command you to go in the name of Yeshua. Every unclean spirit, every demon of fear that have tried to invoke fear in children, in the households I'm speaking to now. We speak right now to that spirit. We command you to get out of that household. Get out in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you, Lord, right now, Lord. We speak to every um, 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 spirit of worry, every spirit of fear of this world, everyone who's listening, who has worries of the world. I just feel the Father is saying that you are dwelling in unbelief if you don't believe that I can take care of the things that you think I can't take care of. And you need to believe me and put your burdens unto me. Yeshua said, come unto me and I will give you rest. Lay your burdens upon me. My yoke is light. Put your burdens right now by the Lord's feet. Father, we speak right now to every spirit of lies that have lied about these circumstances and lied about that the Lord is not powerful enough. We speak to every uh, spirit of fear right now and, 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 and everyone listening. We command that to leave in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you, Lord, right now for every unclean spirit of sorcery, of witchcraft, of of of, of demonic abuse, of of dabbling of kundalini spirits right now at the sound of my voice and we command those spirits to come out in the name of yeshua father i thank you lord for complete freedom lord right now from everyone who is listening to this right now father i just thank you so brothers sisters i feel like the father is calling us into a place of fasting and prayer fasting Fasting, fasting. If you haven't fasted this year, this is the time to start. This is the time to begin. Put decide what day, set that aside. Don't eat. You don't need to wait for the Day of Atonement to fast. We need to live a lifestyle of fasting. All right. I want to also submit to you one more thing about 
bondage right now that we're where people are struggling in. When Israel came out of Egypt, this is just this is just crazy to me, right? They're 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 saved from Egypt's slavery. Like Pharaoh is not around anymore. Like Moses took them through the Red Sea. God opened it for them. God delivered them. God provided manna from heaven. God did all of these amazing things for his people. And they get in the wilderness on the way to the promised land. And what do they say? I want to read this to you. Numbers 11, verse 4. Now, the rabble that was among them had a strong craving. And the people of Israel also wept and said, Oh, that we had meat to eat. We remember the fish we ate in Egypt that cost nothing. We remember the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic. But now our strength is dried up and there is nothing at all but this manna to look at. There is nothing but this manna to look at. And Yeshua came and he told us, he said, he told the people one day when the crowd was was great, he said, I tell you about the manna in heaven. Your fathers ate the manna that, that fell from heaven and they died in the wilderness. But whoever eats of me will live forever. You see, he's saying, I am the manna. So Yeshua, the manna in the wilderness was a picture of Yeshua. Okay. And so now these people are like today. We say the same thing. We have nothing but this manna. Yeshua has not been enough for us. He being the manna has not been enough to satisfy. Now we are saying, oh God, we want to go back to the things of the world that has satisfied us. The melons, the leeks, the onions, the garlic and cucumbers. And notice how all of these things are innocent foods that are clean and healthy and good. Nothing wrong with them, right? But there was something wrong with them asking for these things because they weren't satisfied with what God gave them. And so they desired rather to go back to these innocent looking things of the world. And while getting rid of this simplicity of the manna that was falling from heaven, that was still good, still enough. But their flesh was guarding them back to the bondage in Egypt, because see, to get those melons and leeks and all those things, they needed to go and sign back up at Pharaoh to become slaves. And so, brothers and sisters, I want to ask you, have you been signing? Have you been tempted to go sign back up to become enslaved yet again unto the world to get in exchange the things of the world? Or have you had your eyes fixed on the manna from heaven? Your eyes fixed on the cloud that is by day and the fire by night. How, where has your focused focus been? That is my question to you in this season, because ultimately, brothers and sisters, if you think about all of this and you think about where what was it that Israel was giving up? Why did that? What was the choice? Why were they considering to go back to all of these things of Egypt? You see, they were looking to that instead of the thing that God called them to in the first place, which was, remember, God told Moses, take Israel, bring them into the wilderness 
to celebrate a feast unto me. What does that mean? Yes, we have the biblical feasts, but in its simple form, it simply means bring my people to me so I can spend time with them. So I can be in their presence at this feast. So I can be with my people how I have longed to be with them. But see, God, if you're enslaved in Egypt, it's really hard to be at the feast of the Lord. And so God is saying, I desire you to be free from the world's distractions, even the things that seem innocent, that have been taking way too much of your time and energy and stealing your sleep. And that has been those things that have been taking your prayer. Ultimately, brothers and sisters, it was the miracles of God that shook Israel awake out of their slumber of enslavement in Egypt. That was what that brought them out. And so I want to submit to you that what you need in your life, just like Israel, is you need the miracles, the wonders, the power of God in your life, the spirit of God. And I have good news for you, such good news that Yeshua ascended, Jesus Christ ascended and he said it is good so that so that so that my Holy Spirit can descend upon you. So if you're at the sound of my voice right now, I'm asking Lord right now where everyone is who's listening to this right now in that room, in that place, no matter where they are, Holy Spirit. Come into that place now. Let your power, your presence overwhelm them now. And right now we speak healing. There's people who have sickness, who need healing. Right now we speak healing in their bodies. All infirmity. I command you to go in the name of Yeshua. God, I thank you for your freedom, your healing now. Father, I thank you. I speak to trauma and depression and anxiety and fear now in the in your people. And I command anxiety, fear, depression. Go in the name of Yeshua. Pornography. Go in the name of Yeshua. Lord saying that's a thing. Go in the name of Yeshua. Father, I thank you, Lord, for giving us clean hands, a pure heart, making us new. Father, Lord, I thank you. You know, brothers and sisters, on pornography, the reason you're there is because of a lack of intimacy. It's all tied together. Don't let the enemy steal God's prayer time from you by putting guilt and shame because of some sin on you. The first thing God did was walk through the garden when Adam and Eve sinned. And he's walking through the garden, calling your name, saying, here I am. I have not forsaken you. Father, I pray right now, Lord, for the people listening to this to receive a baptism of fire of your Holy Spirit and fire. Yeshua, this is what you came to do. And so right now I go and I lay hands over all people listening to this by through the spirit. And right now, Father, I thank you for immersing them in your spirit and power and spiritual giftings and freedom right now. Lord, I thank you, God for opening up their eyes and ears to your voice of discernment over what's going on in their lives. Father, I thank you, Lord, for making us new in this time and season to seek you in a deeper place than ever before. I pray all of this 
in the name of Yeshua the Messiah. So, brothers and sisters, please share this video on your social media profiles, your feeds right now. Share it with your friends so that they can hear what the enemy is up to, but what God is doing and the freedom he has promised and is giving us in this time. We are I am on fire for this thing. It is time for a new season in God's people. This is what God has been putting on my heart. He has spoken to me that there is a new season coming that he needs us to rise up because the enemy is bringing something, but he God is bringing something greater. But you need to be a part of this thing. You need to, I don't want you to just be an observer. I need you to be a partaker as the Lord desires it. Become a partaker and help me by spreading this message. Share this far and wide so that the world can hear the good news of what God is doing. So I pray this all in the name of Yeshua. Thank you. Many blessings to you guys. And I'll see you guys next Thursday, if, as the Lord allows, at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, because we're doing this live show every Thursday at 7 now. I'll see you guys in the next one. Many blessings and shalom.